You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 23. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Hey, you guys. I am so excited to bring you one of my clients this week, Erin Howard. So I've been really eager to bring you guys a client or two or three to the podcast episode so you can actually see what it's like to work with me inside the Yummy Mummy experience and to see what people get out of it and what it's like and just the whole experience. So Aaron is in New York, but I think moving to LA soon. And I Mm -hmm. think we found each other through social media. So Aaron, I'll let you just do a short intro of who you are and how you found me and we'll go from there. Yeah. My name is Aaron Howard and I currently live in Brooklyn with my husband and two little boys. I'm in education in a middle school and found Laura as she said on Instagram through a mutual friend. So cool. And your little boys are so cute. Oh my God. That little (laughs) one is insane. (laughs) Literally insane. Okay. So just tell us what your experience was like going through the yummy mommy experience. So if you guys don't know what the yummy mommy experience is, it's my three month program. We work in a group format. You come, you get coached, I teach you all the things that you need to know to lose weight for the last time. So what was your experience like? Let's start with the beginning. Like when you were thinking about signing up, where were you at? Where was your head at in terms of wanting to take this on? I was really mentally ready to do something different Mm -hmm. and to lose weight for the last time. I was really eager to work with someone to figure this out because it's something that I hadn't done before. So everything that I understood about the program in our first consultation really resonated. I have never spent money on myself in this way. And one of the big reflections I had was that that was an investment worth making for myself. And that was like a little bit of a hurdle I had to overcome. And one that though taught me a big lesson early on. Yeah. Um, okay. Wait, so take us through this. Cause I want to <laughs> hear about this. Cause I think a lot of us, especially as moms can relate to this. Like we're not yeah. taught that it's okay to spend money on ourselves. We're right. taught that like, whatever is kind of left over, like, okay, maybe, or like, yeah, you can get a massage once a month or a pedicure here right. and there, but to really spend an, a chunk of money, tell us about how that hurdle presented <laughs> itself and then how you overcame it. I mean, it was, I guess there was like a little bit of sticker shock. And then it was like, well, that money could be spent on clothes for the boys, their childcare, sa- saving for our house. Like I could write an unlimited list of other ways to spend the money. And then I was like, Ah. that's so flawed. Mm. And that's so messed up because if I don't change that, what does that say to my children about what I value? Mm. And I did fundamentally believe that and still believe 
the change that I needed to make was a change that would benefit not just myself, but the whole family. And that was worth spending. That is something worth paying for. Totally. And so what did you think the change was going to be that you would then pass down to your kids? Well, I know that I, I like a bunch of things. My body image, poor body image before the yummy mommy experience manifested in so many different ways, right? It led to like mood swings. It led to me Mm. being fixated and distracted when I should be present with the kids. It led to me having anxiety at social events and not being fully present at like when I want to just play with the kids and run into the ocean or the pool with them. Instead, I'm like adjusting my cover up and all that crap. And then what I also, so like, that's the body image impact. But then I also know deep down inside that a lot of my eating habits and our family's like habits around food weren't ones that I wanted to become our, our forever habits. Like what? Like, give us an example. We didn't always eat together as a family, right? Okay. The, the boys ate at like five and Matt and I would eat at eight. And sometimes I would like take dessert and eat it by myself because I felt a little ashamed to buy it. Yeah. I wasn't proud of that food choice and it was like this dirty secret. And that's not a relationship I want the boys to have with food or them to see to be normal or acceptable. That's so insightful. I mean, and now what you're describing is like priceless, right? Mm -hmm. To be able to be present with your kids and to have them have a healthy relationship with their bodies and food is like, I mean, you you can't really put a price tag on that. Right. Right. So good job. (laughs) Thanks. So when you looked at it, you were able to overcome the hurdle. When you really sat down and looked at what was on the line, that made it really easy to make the choice to do the yummy mummy versus buy your kids clothes or say a little bit more about that. I mean, I talked it out a lot with my husband and that was really helpful because he's been on this journey with me for better or for worse. Right. And he's going to be for better or for worse. So I think what I realized in my conversation with him, that it was really in the best interest of our family Mm. to make this change. That's so cool that he was so on board. It sounds like, or he was just willing to like, look at it with you. Right. I think that's so cool. Okay. So what do you wish somebody would have told you when you were deciding to sign up? Cause that's kind of what you're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. Right. I had sticker shock and I don't know, but then when I really looked at it, so what do you, what do you wish somebody had told you when you were thinking about signing up and that hurdle presented itself? It's worth it. Mm. You will make it work. Like if that means saving a little bit more money in a different way, you will figure it out. And then I think another part of my hurdle is like, why, why don't other women have to pay and join an experience like this? Like, I think I felt a little resentment that mm. I know lots of women who don't do something like this. And like it's um, so unfair, right? Right. And I think that was such a negative way to think about it instead of like, wow, what in a really incredible opportunity to develop a relationship with other women who are on the journey with me, 
mm-hmm. and to learn more about myself in a way that has been stifled and Oh, this gives me the chills. It's so cool. It's such a 180. I remember, I mean, I'll never forget. And I've told you guys this story before. I think I'm like in the car with my husband. We had just gone to like a bakery. He got a croissant and I like got my black coffee or whatever. (laughs) And I'm sitting there and I just like burst into tears and I'm like, what? How come everyone else could just eat croissants? Like including my friends and just, just felt so unfair. But then it's like, now at least I feel kind of lucky that I had to go through yes. this process myself because I got so much out of it. So say, say a little bit more about that. I think I was confident that I was going to lose weight. Okay. What I think what was unexpected was the amount of mindset work mm. that we did. And that totally change it is like a complete... 180, as you said, with how I entered the program. Like, sure, I had to work on myself in a way that maybe some women don't. But what I would say is, I've learned so much more about how my mind works. I've learned about how my body works. I've learned that I'm not alone. I've learned that there are a whole bunch of tools that I had underutilized before, like journaling and meditation. So like, yes, I attended to something that maybe other women don't, but I've gained so much by doing that work. Totally. So like what felt unfair at first, I see totally now as a gift. Oh my God. That is the most beautiful thing. (laughs) I'm going to frame that quote. I'm going to put it on my wall. (laughs) Yeah. There's so much resistance coming into some of these kinds of programs or coaching or whatever personal development work, because we have human brains and our brains don't really want to change, but if we're willing to go there, like there's so many unexpected gifts. Mm -hmm. It's so cool to hear, hear you articulate that. So basically you would have, you would tell somebody, look, you'll figure it out. Like, (laughs) you'll figure it out. You'll get over the hurdles. And there's so many more unexpected benefits to be Mm -hmm. had too. Exactly. I think that's so cool. So you thought it was really, it sounds like you thought it was really possible. Like I'm curious about your mindset at the beginning of the program and possibility and inevitability too, right? We talked a little bit about that. So just tell me a little bit about how possible you thought it was for you to lose this weight for the last time? I kind of vacillated. As you know, I believed weight loss to be possible, but I had some resistance around the amount. And Mm -hmm. like, I'll never forget the first time you said, this is inevitable. And I like (laughs) leaned back in my chair. I was like, whoa, that's, that was like a little intimidating for me because And I think you said something like this in the past where it's like, if you've got resistance to a goal, it's not the goal you have resistance to. It's the, the outcome may be representative of who you are. Mm. And if you're not proud of that outcome and, and then that might be a critique on your character. And I think, yeah, once that was named, I was like, yeah, that is the fear. Mm -hmm. And now that I see that fear, it's actually not real. Oh, it's so good, right? Yeah, that's so, it's it's like the reason why 
a lot of us humans don't want to set goals, right? right? Because heaven forbid, we don't meet that goal. We're going to make it mean that we're not valuable. We're not worthy. We're a failure as a person, which like you're saying is just not true. Right. So it's a huge opportunity to see that. So I think that when we first started, I was really committed to figuring out the protocol and my plan. And I really like went after that still had some like fear about the inevitability piece and like attended Mm -hmm. to that. And then the work that we did with relating to our future selves really helped unpack that. Mm. Say more about that. How so? How did that help? What I was scared of was what I didn't know. So I was, Mm. I was fearful of what I would be like or what people might say to me when I reached my goal weight. And by creating a relationship with who that future self was going to be, who I was going to be, what I wanted to be like when I met my goal, that kind of made what was abstract more concrete. We tapped into, well, what does your future self want to think? What does she want to do? And then what became sort of an enigma became more of a reality and that made it less fearful, I guess. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. I just recorded an episode, actually two episodes on future self, because I think it's so important. I think if we don't create her, then we sabotage the success Mm -hmm. that we do have in terms of like the number on the scale or losing the weight, because we're like, who is this new person? And we can't really step into her. Right. So you mentioned a little bit about just struggling, obviously, before mm-hmm. we worked together, what, what were you specifically struggling with mm-hmm. and, and why was it so painful? If you can just share a little bit about kind of your journey before. Yeah. I've never been satisfied with my weight. And that really came to a head after having children. And I really struggled to lose that weight. I had tried a lot of diet programs that sometimes yielded some results, but nothing long lasting. Mm. nothing that felt like really like sustainable okay or something that I'd want to bring into my family like like what's like the craziest thing you tried do you think I mean like all the things like juice cleanses and (laughs) and it's like that's just what example is that setting for the kids not a great one and but then the other ones are like Weight Watchers or something where I have to count points and I am constantly trying to beat the system, quote unquote, and just drinking Diet Cokes all day. Like that's yeah. also not something I want to do for the rest of my life yeah. or that I want the kids to see me do. So I grappled a lot with the what, like what is the exact way of eating that mm. I can get behind, that my family can get behind, that is sustainable, like can travel with me. Yeah. And I hadn't figured that out yet. And then I also had like on the mindset, I had a lot of baggage with how I perceived myself, how Mm -hmm. I processed emotions, how to be at social events yeah, with other people eating, drinking, whatever they wanted. And that always caused me a lot of anxiety. And I didn't really know how to show up in those places without undermining work I wanted to do on my diet. Yeah. Yeah, You couldn't have it all kind of. Yeah. 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 Oh, 
It's so interesting to hear. So tell us how much weight you lost. 20 pounds in three months. So awesome. Yeah. So great. And it is great, right? The physical weight is amazing, but it's so much more about what you're talking about, like the mindset stuff, at least for me, yes, mindset stuff, the kind of having your own back, the emotional power or confidence that you get back from knowing that you're the one in charge. So say a little bit about your results and just say a little bit about how awesome it is that you did this for yourself. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's really awesome. It would 20 pounds. I've never lost that amount ever. And I didn't even know that. That's so cool. Yeah. And, and I think what's also cool is that I keep thinking about unlocking potential. And so there's more that I want to lose. And yeah. I was talking to a girlfriend and she was like, but you don't really like, you look great. You look amazing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, thank you. And I'm curious about where else I can go. Like I want to unlock what else is possible. And I have the tools. I've, my mind is in the right place. Like, I just want to see actually what's possible with my body, not necessarily to lose weight, but just to see how healthy I can be because the protocol that we landed on serves two purposes. One, it helps me lose weight, but it also made my body feel better. I slept better. My skin was clearer. I woke up each morning feeling proud of the food choices I made the day before. My body has adapted in a lot of ways, like Mm -hmm. with intermittent fasting. So I'm thankful for the weight loss. I'm also thankful for like the curiosity that I have now about my body. And so fun too. Yeah. Curious about the future in relationship to your body and weight loss. Like that's such a fun way to approach it. Because I feel like our culture teaches us to approach it from a place of it has to be hard and it has to be arduous and there's a lot of white knuckling and you're like, oh, I'm just curious to see how much more weight I'm going to lose if I honor my protocol and if I use food for what it's for, which is cool, which is what your protocol supports. So in the Yummy Mummy, I teach over celebrating. Mm -hmm. What do you think are the top three things that you would love to celebrate about yourself. What is so worthy of celebration? I think it's worth celebrating, making the commitment to myself, like joining the program. Like, I think Mm -hmm. that deserves celebration. I think losing the weight requires celebration, but not just the 20 pound. I actually gave myself celebrations, like I bought little things for myself every five pounds. And I will continue to do that. So cool. Um, I know you bought the gold earrings. What else did you buy? Some hoop earrings. I think my, okay. The first five pounds was, I did some Sephora damage, Okay, which was also like served the purpose of giving me something to look forward to doing at night instead of Mm. eating dessert, which was, as we call my wubby, right? (laughs) Yep. So we've replaced that with really good skincare routine. Something that actually is a true pleasure, right? Like something that when you wake up the next morning, you have the feeling of pride and amazing, healthy skin too. Yep. Right. Versus a false pleasure of the dessert where in the moment, yeah, it's pleasurable, but like the moment you're done, it's not. And then the next morning it's not. No. 
Yeah, I love that. And my mom happened to be in town when I hit the, like right at the end of the experience. And she, it was the first time she had seen me in since even like way before starting this. And we went to Bloomingdale's and we bought some new jeans and a new top, top was size small jeans were like two sizes smaller than my previous jeans. So God, that's so huge. Yeah. And even though I'm not seeing a lot of people in person, some folks have noticed a change on zoom and they ask about it. And we, I like, let us talk about it. Whereas like, Mm. I sometimes have like shut down. Oh, thanks. Moving on. But I actually enjoy talking with people about this journey. That's so cool. So what do you share with them? Like, what do you love talking about? What do you love to tell them? I'm comfortable in like naming how much I've lost, which I feel like before, like that's not quite normalized and I don't know why, but we talk about that. We talk about the how, and then I really try and emphasize so much of our work was on mindset and totally like the emotional piece of, of it all. I love that. Yeah. It's so, I know, I think that in our culture, we're like not supposed to talk about numbers when it comes to like weight loss. And I think the reason is, is because we put so much meaning Mm -hmm. like on the numbers, right? Right. Like you lost 20 pounds. It means this, you weigh this number. It means that it's like, hold on. I get to decide what all of this means. And I get to decide whether or not I want to talk about it. I think it's really brave and cool that you're talking about it because it gives people permission to talk about it themselves, whether that's with other people or with themselves. Like it's not something that's being stuffed down anymore. It's something that's like, once we air it, we can solve for it. Yep. Yeah. That's what I've noticed is that when I, when I offer a little bit of vulnerability, like I'm met with a little bit of vulnerability Mm. and then the folks are like, Oh yeah, I'm trying to figure this out too. And it just, helps normalize it. Well, I love what you're saying about when you're willing to share and be vulnerable and be brave. It gives like worth talking someone else the permission to do that. And then there is an opportunity for like real true deep connection Mm -hmm. with each other. And then like, you're giving that person a gift, right? right? By letting them see themselves in a new way, potentially. I think that's just so cool. Oh, this is so cool, Erin. It's mm-hmm. so, so helpful. Okay. Is there anything else that you would want to offer any advice that you could give to people that are currently struggling with their bodies and with food and diet mentality? I think the headline is it's two sides of one coin. It's yeah. You have to have a, a good protocol, a good plan, but it has to be met with mindset work the root cause of all the food choices, right. That Mm -hmm. undermine our goals. Yeah. At least for me at the end of the day, it's Mm -hmm. the thoughts that I have lead to the feelings and then the actions and the results that I don't want. So if I make time to attend to that and to my thoughts, then I can control my thoughts and get the results that I want. And I think that absent that work, Personally, I would be doomed to fail. So that's what I think is so incredible about this program is that we look at what we're eating and how we're eating, but we really look under the rock about what we're thinking about it. That is, I think, the 
defining characteristic of the program that I well, need like getting to the root. Like you're saying, mm-hmm. it's like not just putting a bandaid. Like I think so yeah. many of these diets out there are just band-aids because they don't get to the, the root. Exactly. Looking under. So what was like one of the most toxic or unintentional or unconscious thoughts you think you used to have that mm-hmm. caused you to be in the struggle that you were in and be in the pain that you were in? What do you think some of your thoughts were? I mean, I can immediately remember one of the first times I went off protocol and it was, I'm eating this cracker because my kids are crazy and I can't control them, but I can control eating this cracker right now. And so it was like, (laughs) and so like that, that was like a sillier moment. But I think if I were to like zoom that out, the most toxic thought I have is I'm not in control. I need something to distract me or something that I, a decision that I can't control. And I, Mm -hmm. I can decide to have this cookie, this cake, this literally anything that's in my pantry (laughs) or freezer. Well, and it'll like, and your brain's telling you, it'll make you feel better momentarily Mm -hmm. when your kids are bouncing off the walls or whatever they're doing. This will give you some reprieve from the Mm -hmm. shouting you hear. And it doesn't. Yeah, it really, I mean, it does for like a good 10 seconds, but then that's it. And then it just compounds the the struggle and the pain. It just gives you more to have to solve for. Yep, exactly. Oh yeah, totally. Okay, so the last question I have mm-hmm. for you is, so it sounds like you're curious about what more you can do with your mind and your body. Moving forward, like how confident do you feel about getting to your dream come true weight or getting to your natural weight? And I think we can touch on a little bit of, sometimes we don't know exactly what our natural weight is or our dream come true weight is. I I have everybody kind of guess and most of our guesses are really good. And I have everybody come up with a range, but say a little bit about that. Because of course, when people come into the yummy mummy experience and it's three months, some people have more than 20 pounds to lose or more Mm -hmm. than is reasonable to lose in three months. So I just want to hear about your state of mind now that the yummy mummy experience is done, but you still want to be curious and see, see where you want to go now. So tell me, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. I'd like to lose about 15 more pounds. And what I realized 15, you said, yeah, one five. Okay. And, but right as our, yummy mummy experiences wrapping up. I was having some of that resistance to like that. Like I, I met the 20 pound goal and I kind of was like, Mm. had mixed feelings about it. And what we realized was that I had taken the time to identify and create a relationship with my future self down 20 pounds. Right. Yeah. But I haven't done that for like the next 15 pounds or even next 10 pounds. So Mm -hmm. I was like, it was fuzzy. So then I wasn't like totally bought into, to that. And so that's what I've been working on, on my own is like taking some time to create a new relationship with my new future self. Mm -hmm. And like the, the belief in it being possible, like changed immediately from like a five to a 10 out of 10. Just, just by creating her. Yeah. Just by journaling about it. Mm. And so what do you journal? Like what questions do you ask yourself to create your future self and then to relate to her and to become her? 
Like what are, what are some of your questions and ways that you connect with her? You know, stolen them all from you. And they're generally <laughs> like, first I get, I try to get really, really specific and really, really articulate around the, what she looks like mm. in a way that gets me excited. So for example, she has zero hesitation, just like running into the ocean and she is not adjusting her bathing suit and all that crap. I love um, it. I love it. Cause I can see it so clearly. <laughs> it's so important. You guys like that's, su- that's such good advice, right? Like get really super specific. I love right. that. I can see it. So and, yeah, sorry. Keep talking. <laughs> no. And then, then a lot of the prompts that I ask myself that are really helpful is like, what does she think? What does she do? What does she tell you to stop thinking? What is she Mm -hmm. telling you to stop doing? Mm -hmm. Because I think what's impactful about that is it then like transfers into the model work. Like Mm -hmm. when I linger on what she thinks and feels, then I can hold on to that when in like two weeks, I might have a moment and there's a circumstance yeah. that I need to grapple with. And I, I can just look back. What did she say? Yeah. What did she think? Okay. So that's what I'm going to do right now. Oh, it's so good. You can just borrow all of her exactly. thoughts and feelings. Yeah. It's um, so huge. And then I also think about, okay, so if she thinks this way, what are you going to do today? Mm. And so I, literally today I was doing the journaling and I was like, oh, well, I need to increase the amount of journaling and meditation I I'm doing because mm. There are some circumstances floating around in my life right now that are causing some thoughts and <laughs> stressful feelings. Yeah. So what can I do today to manage that? Yeah. And for you, the answer is journaling and meditation. And then I've added wanting to do some more walking now that the weather is a little bit better, just moving more. Yeah. And, and let's say, let's yeah. talk about that just real quick though. The walking, is it? I'm sure I know the answer, but let's just be really clear for everybody listening. Like, is the walking to connect with yourself and to have kind of a moving meditation or is the walking to burn calories? The first one. (laughs) Well, first of all, in this Zoom life of just being seated, like getting me up and moving to a bare minimum needs to happen more frequently. And then I really like your phrase of walking meditation. Yeah, it's so important. I think moving our bodies can help definitely when it comes to weight loss and it comes to mental health and it comes to like our relationship with ourselves, but not from like the burning calories perspective, right? It's like when we go for a walk, we're a little less stressed or we're a little, it's a little easier for us to connect with our future selves and like hear what they have to say. And then when we can hear those thoughts and feelings and apply them, then we're good to go when it comes to the choices, but it's not because of the extra like 120 calories you're going to burn or or whatever it may be. Right. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Is there any last things that you think we should know or hear about or things I didn't ask you that you feel like are are important? I mean, there's so much amazing stuff I could say about the program. So I guess the first thing I want to just say is thank you. I think it's abundantly clear the impact you've had on me and our family. Hmm. And I mean, that is my literal mission, right? It's like (laughs) to have, to have the impact on the family so that for generations to come, 
for our sons and our daughters. Like, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of the conversation out there is about our daughters, but I think it's, it's just as important to be passing this down to our sons as well. I really think it'd be so cool if our sons and our daughters or our grandkids were like so confused that we like used to like count calories or count points and yeah. like kind of how we see cigarette smoking. We're like, what? Exactly. You used to smoke, what? I don't even understand. <laughs> yeah. So gross. Yeah. Well, you did it. I mean, percent. <laughs> you did the work, right? It's really you're the one that deserves the congratulations and the acknowledgement because I can't do it for you. I can offer the process and I can offer the tools and be there, but I really can't do it. Sometimes I wish I could, but I really don't. Right. Because then if I can do it for you, then you don't get all those unexpected gifts like you were mentioning. So, all right. Well, I really, really appreciate it because I can talk to you guys, my listeners all day long till I'm blue in the face, but I think it's so much more impactful and helpful when you guys get to hear from somebody who's actually gone through the program and actually done everything. Not that I haven't done it, but again, it's just, I think people like to to hear and it goes back to what you're saying. It just shows us and proves us that we're not alone right? in a culture that is promoting like (laughs) wear size too, and be able to eat the cheeseburger. Like it's just so contradictory. So I really, really appreciate it. All right, you guys, if you are inspired by what Aaron had to say, you can go to lauraconley.com and click on work with me and add yourself to the wait list for the next round of the yummy mommy experience. And again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you rated, reviewed, and subscribed in Apple Podcasts. And if you've enjoyed listening, you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy Experience. It is my proven course and group coaching program where we take all this material to the next level. And yep, you guessed it, lose weight for the last time. So if this is something that you want, head to lauraconley.com and click work with me. The best part, it comes with a body back or money back guarantee. And of course, you guys, if you haven't gotten your free podcast listener gift, head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. There are three weight loss hacks inside this gift that I am so excited to share with you. These are the three things that I do every day and my clients do every day to lose and maintain their weight. So head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. If you guys don't know how to spell Laura Conley, it's just L-A-U-R-A-C-O-N-L-E-Y. I will see you there.